The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're going to chant this morning on page 30, the suffusion with the, the divine abidings, it's called. It's sort of much more simple than it sounds. It's so... Uh, in a way, shockingly simple. One of the experiences we have when, whenever we have a particular mood or attitude, the part of that that's deluding is we think that the mood that I have right now is who I am. So if I'm a little sad or a little depressed or a little anxious. But we can cultivate the understanding that attitude is always in play. It's like, just knowing that our attitude is in play puts it in play. <laughs> Thinking that whatever attitude or mood, quality of mind that's there is who I am, in a way fixes it there. So this is a chant we do. This Sometimes we call it here at the center the four quarters chant where we're basically direct, directing the mind in the direction of loving kindness and compassion and gladness Sometimes that gets translated as appreciative joy and equanimity. So these are four relatively accessible attitudes of mind, moods, to be friendly, to be compassionate, to be joyful and appreciative, to be equanimous, at ease with the conditions in the moment, even if the conditions are confusing. This isn't a huge stretch, but what makes it seem like a huge stretch to be just in a friendly space, is that we're pretty identified with being grumpy. It's like, no, no, I'm grumpy now. right? And there's a fixedness when we're irritable or we're upset or we're anxious. Part of the mind is really clinging to the identity of that particular mood. But if all we do is start to track our mood through, even today, even though it's not even halfway through the day, how many different mind states, how many different moods and attitudes have we had already today? I say this because a lot of times when we do this chant or other teachings from the Buddha that talk about attitude, it can feel a little like, well, sure, be nice to have a kind attitude, but I don't. You know, this is who I am right now. But part of that solidity of that mood is that we're misunderstanding attitude. We think attitude is equivalent of me or mine, as opposed to it's a very ephemeral thing or mood. It's changing all the time. So the question is, are we going to learn how to be part of how it changes, like to participate in whatever particular mood or attitude or mind state comes to be? Are we going to feel sort of oppressed and doomed by whatever mind state or mood has shown up. Oh, I can't do anything about it. Helpless or empowered with our mood and mind states. doesn't mean it's easy, but it's not also easy just living inside of whatever mood or mind state has happened to been triggered, you know, and just feeling like I have no choice but to be this person who's grumpy or be this person who's hateful right now or be this person who's anxious. 
So we'll do this chant on page 30, the suffusion with the divine abidings, and then we'll sit for about 30 minutes together. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with loving kindness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with compassion, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with gladness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbuedness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with equanimity, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, aiding the all-encompassing world 
with a mind imbued with equanimity, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. Just settle, take your time, adjust the sitting posture so you feel stable, relatively still, relatively relaxed in your sitting posture. And why not bring that friendly, tender-hearted way of being now as we feel the body sitting here just as it actually is. And as we feel into the space of the body, it includes the emotional space of the body as well. However, the heart, is right now. And as we continue to relax and open and feel into the moment, ideas of boundaries or separation fall away and basically the heart is exposed to the whole world this very beautiful and tragic and horrible and confusing the world that's full of hate and love. It's no small thing, just what we practice at the beginning of a sitting period, this relaxing into this open-hearted, stable, sitting posture. It's learning or relearning how to be right in the middle, right in the middle of being a sensitive, open-hearted, clear-minded being, not afraid, Not afraid to be open, not afraid to feel what's here now. Even if that feeling that we're feeling is a numbness or the feeling of being closed down, well, that's how it is. Can that be included? Is it okay? Is it safe to relax with whatever the feeling is now in the body, in the heart, the mood, in the mind? This is actually how we shift the attitude by accepting the attitude, by being interested in it, by understanding that it's just an attitude, just an attitude being felt, being known. So all of a sudden now the mind is relating in a friendly, kindly way in an open-hearted, curious way. 
and things begin to change. And the real art in practice is learning how to sustain this vividness, this freshness in our practice. And there's a lot of energy precisely because the mind is open, not identifying with the dramas. The dramas may be there. The thinking mind is going to be thinking, of course. But wisdom knows, can know enough not to identify or get fixed, caught in the thoughts. Thoughts are just thoughts. The river of emotion, it's just that. It's just that river of feeling. Whatever the feeling is that's moving in the heart. Learning to be unafraid to feel, to sense, to let everything move. Everything in the body, everything emotionally, mentally, just to let it all move. And perhaps to sense the freedom that comes in being right in the middle, awake, relaxed, and to help to stabilize this continuity of present moment awareness, mindfulness. You can use the sensations of the body sitting or the sensations of the breath moving in the body as what we often call the anchor or meditation object. Breathing in, sensitive to the sensations of the whole body sitting. Feeling the sensations of the breath going out and Again, just being open or sensitive to the whole body just as it is. So we're using the sense of exposure or sensitivity to the body and the breath moving in the body as an anchor for the attention. But it's not about controlling or judging the experience. It's not about needing a better experience than the one that's showing up. It's really about learning how to be intimate, which is also a kind of exposure or being undefended. There's a lot of energy, a sense of wholeness when the practice develops a momentum. And eventually a very clear sense of freedom Even an ordinary moment or moments of mindfulness has the flavor of freedom, lightness, unrestrictedness, freedom from contraction. But that freedom arises because of the willingness to be exposed, open, grounded, undefended. So the primary ingredient is interest in the reality of the present moment. And we use the breath and the body as a gateway 
to practice this interest, this ongoing interest. And then when thinking arises in a strong way, in a dramatic or provocative way, the thinking mind, then because of that stability, present moment awareness with the body, it's easier to notice that thinking is just thinking. Emotions are just emotions being felt. And not to be confused by thought, thinking that it's me or mine more than what it is. It's just thought, just the flow of mental activity being known. Feel the feelings underneath the thinking mind. What's the feeling here? Oh, it's just this feeling being known. Well, can it be okay to feel this feeling? This is how we learn to be with the thinking mind without being pushed around. So we're going to continue in silence now.
or using the experience of the body sitting, the reality of sensation, the sensations of the breath and the body, the reality of sounds being heard. So we're learning to relax with this exposure to seeing, hearing, touching, not the mind's idea about our experience, but a more direct, immediate, undefended openness with the body. When in doubt, relax, soften, be curious, Learn how to sustain this open presence with the activity of both the body and the mind, just as it is.
to help us practice in daily life. It's useful for the last few minutes to practice with the eyes open if you're not, if you don't already have your eyes open. We're not looking around, of course, just gazing down toward the floor in front. Learning the art of sustaining present moment awareness, non-judging. This beautiful balance of being both at ease and intimate at the same time. Not afraid to feel that movement of feeling. And it's important to acknowledge the energy, the heightened energy when the mind is present, even if what we're opening to feels dull, but the exposure itself is energizing. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.